All right, let's make this happen in four, three, two, one. Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. It's me. It's me. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose on the line with my boy on the other side of the state. Back to normal, Mr. Fermi. Welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. Another, another week in the books. Only a couple more weeks of college before bowl season. Two weeks, Mr. Fermi. Uh, we could talk about some projections here at the end. Uh, but, you know, the Maction guys did okay. I think we determined they went like went like 3-1 and one or maybe 4-1 and one or somewhere in there. That, oh, that over lost, the one that I had, of course. Why, why would it win? Uh, Northern Illinois and Buffalo are playing right now. And uh, Central Michigan and Ball State are about to kick off as well. So uh, the Maction boys are doing well. We're proud of that. And, you know, we're, we're increasing our... Uh, we're increasing our, our uh, our spread, if you will, a little bit for me. You know, guys, guys want to tune in and, and hear about these small conferences. So uh, I think we're, I think we'll hold on to them. What do you think? I agree. I think they're doing a good job, and the results are speaking for themselves better than both of us. That, that, it's true. It's true. Um, you know, looking at this slate coming into Thursday, Louisville Duke, Louisville minus nineteen and a half, over under fifty nine and a half. Southern Miss, Louisiana Tech. Oh, my God. Southern Miss just screwed us over last week. Getting 16 at Louisiana Tech over under 49. I mean, literally, Frank Gore Jr. is he's their quarterback. Like, you can't stop that UTSA. Don't get me started. Um, I, I was irritated, man. Oh, that was awful. Awful. Uh, Houston minus 10 over under 61 at home against Memphis. And uh, Washington State um, minus 14 and a half. Over under 52 and a half uh, at home against Arizona. And then two more games. Nevada minus one and a half at home against uh, Air Force over under 53. And then UNLV is getting 11 at home over under 41 uh, against San Diego State. Fermi, that's a heck of a little Thursday, Friday for you. It is, it is. So I'm, I need Nevada to win, man. So I, I need Nevada to win. Win one of the last two to to break even and void my season long bet. If they win both, I would I would actually get the W. And same with Minnesota. They need one of two to, to push and obviously both to win. So I like Nevada this week, but I, I do worry a little bit about their run D, so I'm probably not gonna bet it. Um, what's the situation with Southern Miss? Is Gore continuing to play quarterback in this Wildcat sort of deal? I have seen nothing that says otherwise for me. I, and, yeah, and I, it would lean towards an under, right? But agree. That's what I have as well. Forty-eight and a half is pretty big total, and, and Louisiana Tech's offense hasn't been electric by any means. So no, I, it, he I, doesn't I, even pass the ball. It's just a wildcat. I know. So I I like the under there. Um, I, I would think the line is going to continue to drop since we're catching it on a Wednesday, but uh, we'll see. Um, so those are my only two potential plays. The San Diego State over under at forty one. I was sort of toying with, but I just don't think I'm going to pull the trigger. Houston's a sneaky minus ten there at home against Memphis. I, I don't know if they blow that for me. It, it feels like they should be able to pull that one out, right? Oh yeah, I agree. And we've talked about Houston's pass defense all year. I, I think their pass D is pretty solid in, in terms of man to man on the outside. So. Um, I was I was looking at that. I don't think I'm going to play it. Um, I'm probably just going to tune into that Air Force Nevada game and, and see what happens. 
UMass getting 37 at Army over under 56. Boy, it'd be hard not to take an over there. I just think Army's going to run all over them like like they can. I mean, think of that Wake Forest game. It's, it it seems like that could happen. I just don't know if UMass has enough. Back to the back to the lines here. Akron getting 13 at home over under 74 against Kent State. Ohio State minus 19 and a half. Oh my God! Over under 67 and a half at home against Michigan State. Texas is getting three at West Virginia. Over under 57. Florida State is getting two and a half at Boston College. Over under 54 and a half. Purdue is giving 11 and a half. At Northwestern, over under 47 and a half, and Penn State is minus seven and a, 17 and a half, over under 46 and a half. For me, I can't believe this, but I believe Texas is toast. Ha ha! I would say take West Virginia. And I, I'm not taking that game, but I mean, I do like that play. Texas, I mean, they're they're on the struggle bus, man. It's been it's been a couple weeks now. And Bijan Robinson is out for the season. Yeah, I heard that. Um, the game that I, I really like, and I, I this is odd, but I really like Michigan State plus 19 and a half. Um, or, so I was looking at some stats, and Oregon, I look back at the box score, how Oregon beat Ohio State. I know it was second week of the season. It was a while ago. But they feasted on the ground. Verdell had 161 and two touchdowns. Die had 8 for 43 in a touchdown. Their quarterback, Brown, had 10 for 65 in the touchdown. The, the way you beat Ohio State is ball control and running it down their throats. And a lot of teams just abandon the run because they get down. I don't think Michigan State is going to do that. I mean, they're going to lean on Walker, who is obviously their best player. And I think they're going to give him a healthy dose. I think he can get 25 to 30 carries. I know Ohio State's run day is good, but if Michigan State sticks to the game plan, it's going to shorten the game, and they have enough playmakers on the outside, I think, to just keep them honest. I think Michigan State can hang. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I do think they can cover that 19.5. I love that total. 67.5? You tell me yeah. You tell me these teams can't put up points? <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, they both will score, and Ohio State's offense has been clicking on all cylinders lately. It has. And we've We've seen a lot of holes in Michigan State's defense too, um, but they can they can hang in a shootout. So I just think nineteen and a half is a lot of points to lay. Um, so and, and Michigan State obviously is in a, in a must win situation, as is Ohio State since they both have a loss. I would say the team that loses their their college playoff hopes are pretty much shot. I might take that over early. Let me see what else here. So you got Wake Forest getting four and a half. At Clemson, over under 56. Western Kentucky, minus 10, over under 65 at home against Florida Atlantic. Tulane, minus 5.5, over under 60 at home against South Florida. Oklahoma at home, minus 4 uh, at home against Iowa State, over under 59.5. Kentucky at home, minus 36.5, over under 60 against New Mexico State. And then a bunch of the SEC garbage games. And then we have Coastal Carolina, minus 24, over under 61. Nothing against Texas State, excuse me. Nothing there for me really jumps off the page at me. Yeah, the, the game I was looking at a little bit was Wake-Clemson. Um, Wake plus four and a half. I mean, Clemson's sitting solid at 7-3, but their offense is starting to finally come around. I'm leaning in that over 57 and a half. Clemson, the last three weeks, have scored 44, 30, and 30. Um, and that's coming from an offense that was just abysmal the first, really, six games, five games. Um, 
So I, I like the over. I mean, there are very few games Wake has been in that the total's been less than 57. So I could see that, that just flying over if Clemson's offense is on. Illinois is getting 11.5 at Iowa over under 37.5. Arkansas State is getting 17 at Georgia State over under 65. <clears throat> Georgia Tech is getting 17 over under 59.5 at Notre Dame. Washington giving up 6.5 at Colorado over under 43. Virginia getting 14.5 at Pitt over under 66. SMU getting 11 at Cincinnati over under 65 and Michigan minus 14 and a half over under 57 at Maryland. It is hard for me not to say that I would take the Arkansas State Georgia State over, but Arkansas State has not been playing well. That game should have went over. It was atrocious to watch. Georgia State with the big win at Coastal Carolina last week. What an upset for them. Huge, 42-40. I mean, unbelievable. Coastal is, you know, I, I think they're pretty much done here. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll go to the Myrtle Beach Bowl, but I mean, done is in any real national interest right now since they've lost two. Uh, for me, there's nothing else. I mean, maybe the Pitt-Virginia over, but I don't know because I don't know if Virginia's quarterback's uh, in. He was out last game especially against Notre Dame. Yeah, Brennan Armstrong was question. He's questionable still with a rib injury. I was I was trying to find it today. Um, if he plays, I like that over. I th- I think um, sixty five and a half could sail by. This could be a third quarter over. I could see a lot of points flying on the board. Um, and I also like Virginia to cover if, if that hook remains there at fourteen and a half um, with Armstrong. If, if Armstrong is not playing, I would probably lean Pitt or just a complete fade of the game. I. I mean, and we're getting to the point where I want to be a, a little cognizant of weather as well. I mean, it can get cold and windy, snowy, even. I don't think we're quite that far, but it's not far away. Oh, I just realized I'm going to be at the Warhol Museum at the same time this game, which means I'm going to get traffic. Oh, my God. Any other games that I mentioned there for me that you have interest in? Washington minus 6.5 at Colorado. I, I think Washington's defense is going to just shut down Colorado. Um, I know Colorado's offense has been seeing a little bit, a little bit more of a spark the last couple of weeks, but I do think Washington's D is really good, especially uh, pass coverage, um, and that is a weakness of Colorado. So I, I, I was looking at that Washington line at minus six and a half. If it stays south of seven, I would really like it to get below six. I think I would take it. Minnesota minus seven over under forty three at Indiana. Indiana under the easiest win. Season total of the entire year, no doubt. Nebraska is getting 8.5 at Wisconsin, over under 41.5. East Carolina, minus 4. Indianapolis against Navy, over under 47. Appalachian State, minus 9.5, over under 52. At Troy, Old Dominion getting 4. At Middle Tennessee, over under 50.5. Arkansas getting 21. At Alabama, over under 57.5. Marshall minus 14, over under 61.5 at Charlotte, and UAB is getting 5 at UTSA, over under 53.5. Maybe, Fermi, we screwed up by not seeing that UAB was playing UTSA the following week because this is either, for UAB, this is either win or good blown out. I don't see them covering. 
Agree, and I, I have that exactly, that same thing written down. I think UTSA looked ahead and sort of slept walk through that last game against Southern Miss. I like the over here, 53 and a half. Um, it will be on my card. I think both offenses are, are very good. Um, and UTSA needs to needs to keep winning for them to obviously stand to feed. They're two games away from running the table here. So I think they're going to be pumped. It's a home game. Um, UAB 7-3. They're a solid squad. So this should be a good one. Why am I not interested in this Marshall-Charlotte over or this Appalachian State-Troy over? Why am, what am I missing here, Fermi? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, the game I'm going to probably be on is Bama. I, I don't see how Bama... This looks to me like a Bama thumping of, of just Arkansas. I think they're going to win by 30. This, they're going to run it up. Bryce Young, Heisman talks are heating up. It's, this is a, a perfect Bama just thrashing. What do you think of that over? 58. I, I mean, I think Bama could score 45 to 50 themselves. I really do. I think Arkansas's D has been decent, but I this I think Bama at home, they're just going to roll. UCF minus 31 over under 56 at home against UConn. Syracuse getting 11.5 at NC State over under 50.5. Florida minus 8.5 over under 69 at Mizzou. Louisiana getting 4 at Liberty over under 54. UCLA minus 3.5 over under 66 at USC. Temple getting 21 and a half over under 50 and a half at Tulsa and Kansas getting 21 and a half over under 64 and a half at TCU two things one good for you Kansas beating Texas in Texas absolutely and totally loved it thought it was amazing number two Fermi as a Florida fan how do you not take over 69 against Mizzou in this game is there any defense going to be played Unlikely. After watching that, I didn't watch, but after seeing that Samford-Florida game last week, I don't know how the line is this low, to be honest. Florida has played zero defense the entire year. That's why they're 500. I mean, their offense has been pretty decent, uh, but their defense has been just invisible. So, I don't know. I I, I think you finally got to jump on that over. I'm not going to talk you out of it this week. Uh, what else do you like? Anything? Um, so I was very intrigued by the Syracuse NC State line. So Syracuse eleven and a half over under fifty one and a half. I'm leaning under. I was looking through NC State stats and they have not given up a hundred yard rusher this year. And I know Syracuse has Tucker, so this will be a really good clash um, this week. Um, I think Tucker is leading the, the FBS in in total rushing yards. So. Um, if anybody's going to over is going to run over 100 yards, it's going to be him. But I do think this game is sort of a grinded out, slow. I don't think NC State's going to put up a huge number. I, I like 51 and a half. I like that under. UTEP minus nine and a half over under 47 and a half at uh, at home against Rice. Excuse me. Uh, BYU minus 20 over under 57 at Georgia Southern. Baylor minus one. That was a pick I saw. Um, uh, Kansas State was actually favored to start. At Kansas State, over under 50. California, minus 1.5. At Stanford, over under 45. Auburn, minus 7. Over under 45. At South Carolina. North Texas, minus 10. Over under 57.5. At Florida International. And Virginia Tech, who just fired their coach, is getting 7.5. At Miami, over under 55.5. Fermi, why am I not taking Baylor? 
Why am I not taking this BYU Georgia Southern over? That's what I want to know. Yeah, so the Baylor-Kansas State game, I actually like the under. I think both of these Ds are really stout. I, I know for a fact they're, they're very balanced offenses, and they both have runner rushers that are going to go for 100 apiece. So I just think this is going to be a really good, really good football game. That's why it's basically a pick game right now. And I think Baylor and Kansas State are incredibly... Um, even in this matchup, so I like I like the under. I think it's going to be a battle in the trenches. I think there's going to be a lot of running, a lot of pat. Like I think it's very balanced, good defense, solid offense. It's going to be a good one to watch. It's going to remind me of Big Ten football, I believe. I I, I can't see BYU not putting up 52 this weekend. Like I I've, I was so wrong on my read on them. They're so much better than than I've given them credit, and they're still in the hunt to get to a New Year's Six bowl game for me. What's their record right now? They're eight. And, they? They're eight and two, but they're ranked fourteenth. Wow. I, yeah, I, I mean, know. those teams. I mean, teams that have to win that are still fighting for something. I mean, that I really look hard at this stage of the year on who needs to win to get to that next step. You know, who has something to play for, and I, I think that's a big driver at this stage. Speaking of Tennessee, minus twenty-eight over/under sixty-three and a half at South Alabama. Um, that's not the one I care about. This one, Oregon is getting three at Utah over under 58.5. Trap game, we'll talk about that in a second. Ole Miss minus 36 over under 64. Texas Tech at home getting 11 over under 56.5 against Oklahoma State. And starting the eight o'clock, uh, getting further into the 8 o'clock slate, Utah State minus 6 over under 52 uh, against Wyoming. Thanks, Wyoming, for nothing. Um, for me, I don't see how I can't take... I know Oklahoma State has a good defense. Um, I don't see how I can't take this over 56.5. That is a hard game for Texas Tech. 62-yarder to win, walk-off, bowl eligible. Again, I think they're just playing hard right now. I think they are. They know they're playing with house, house money. I don't think they're going to stop. I don't think they're going to slow down. And as I said, as soon as you get over the 50-yard line, you're scoring points against Texas Tech. I think, sure. I think they made one stop. I mean, and they didn't get a call last week. And I'm not playing oh, woe is me, but they didn't get a call. But I don't see how this stays under 57 points. I think Oklahoma State can put up 37 themselves. And Texas Tech is good for at least 21. So there's that. And how is Oregon getting three points? It, I, I know why, but I don't know why for me. Yeah, it's, it's the whole road game, and Utah's going to be freaking stoked for this one. So I... I don't know. I'm, I'm completely fading it. I mean, this is this is identical to that Purdue-Michigan State week. And who was the other one? Wake, North Carolina, about two weeks ago. Um, both of those traps were, you know, two-and-a-half, three-point lines, and both, both hit. Um, and this is exactly like it, where the home dog is likely going to end up winning this game. And this would put Oregon um, out of the playoff. I mean, this would be the end of their, their run. I don't know. I gotta think about it. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. Um, the game I the, the game I like that you read off is Utah State. I, I really like them. They're at home. They've won five straight. Uh, I think they can they can just. I mean, Logan Bonner's been awesome the last couple weeks. I think they're gonna roll with Wyoming. I would love to see that get to three and a half instead of four and a half. But well, it's, I still at, it's at six. Oh, it was at four and a half this afternoon. I better lock in today though. 
New Mexico is getting 27.5 at Boise State, over under 48. UL Monroe is getting 28.5 at LSU, over under 56.5. Whoever thought that these two would have the same record at this point in the season? Uh, Oregon State is getting three at home against Arizona State, over under 59. Colorado State minus 2.5, over under 54 against Hawaii. The only one that I would even think about playing there is maybe Colorado State. Oregon State over. I don't know. I don't know if I have a read on Arizona State's defense right now, and it'd be hard to think that LSU is not trying to put up a fifty burger against UL Monroe. But at this point, who knows, Fermi? Yeah, I'm. I'm probably fading this entire really. You know, this late late slate. Um, UL Monroe, I, I don't want to touch at all. But LSU. I mean, LSU should put up a lot of points in that one. I just don't know if they're going to cover. Thirty's just too many for me. Um, I'm, I'm probably fading all four of these late ones. Anything on your college basketball slate in the next couple of days that you're looking at? Uh, not college hoops. I was I was looking a little bit at NFL though. I I really like Monday night actually. So it, it's a while from now, but I really like the Bucks coming off a loss and Brady throwing two picks. I think I think the Bucks just bury the Giants. Um, the Bucks are at home. Six and three. I, I think they're going to go on a pretty big run here and win like the next six or something like that. It's they're going to get they're going to get really hot. Well, I got nothing on that one. Um, let's see now. Looking at a couple bold projections, even getting a little ahead of it for me. Any bowls that kind of excite you, or anything you've seen that jumps off the page at you? And I know they're just projections right now. Just curious. No, I, I haven't looked at too many bowls. I mean, I've been trying to follow the playoff, of course. I mean, that's that's really what I'm most interested in. With, I mean, right now it's Georgia, Bama, Oregon, Ohio State. Still sitting on the outside is Cincy, Michigan, Michigan State, Notre Dame. I think realistically the list stops there. I think you're looking at a possibility of eight teams. I just don't see Oklahoma State, Wake Forest, Baylor. I think that tier is... I'll say eliminated. Um, I know it's not mathematically done, but... Um, and I, I mean, we have... What do we have? We have two FEC squads and three Big Ten squads in the top seven. So five of the top seven are out of those two conferences, with Oregon and Cincinnati um, taking a little bit in there. So, I don't know. I, if I had to project it right now, well, where, do, where do you stand with the Final Four? Who do you think who do you think is going to get in? Uh, the thing that I keep hearing is that you can't have a two-loss team over an undefeated Cincinnati at this point. And I think it's like if whoever wins out from Michigan State, Ohio State wins out, they're in. And if Oregon does what they're supposed to, they're in. And with Oklahoma losing, it'll... It, it would be really late for someone to jump Cincinnati. So it's like it either holds or you would need all those teams to lose. But again, if Michigan State beats Ohio State this weekend, they're just going to swap those two teams. They're going to jump Michigan State over Ohio State. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just don't see how it can work out for Cincinnati. I think they don't want to put them in. And I think unless there is a two, unless there's like two two lost teams I think whoever the lesser one lost team is like I could see even Oklahoma State getting in like I could see them running the table 
they get all the way in, they get all the way through the Big 12 championship, someone else's two losses, and they jump in over, like, just say Ohio State loses, then Michigan State gets in and just say they lose in the Big 10 championship game. And then Oklahoma State wins at Oklahoma, and then they win, um, you know, the Big 12 championship game. I see them jumping Cincinnati. I don't see how Cincinnati gets in. Well, I'm intrigued with Alabama-Georgia. I mean, if Georgia beats Alabama in the SEC championship, if Bama has two losses, do they get in? No. Oh. No. You think they drop below Cincinnati? I think they drop below Cincinnati, and I think whoever the Big 12 champ is, if it's one loss, gets in. Wow. Well, it'll be it'll be interesting. Cincinnati's got some work to do this week. SMU is no no joke. I mean, no. they they certainly can can hang with them. Um, Notre Dame is just sort of trudging along, man. They could backdoor a spot if if the Big Ten just keeps beating up on each other. We'll see what happens. If if they would ever put Notre Dame in over Cincinnati after Cincinnati beat them, they should just full stop and be like, we don't care. No, no, no. I'm saying if since he would have to lose. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, but, even but yeah. that, even that would be a garbage play. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, it gets, it's going to get interesting. These conference championships. I mean, this is a situation where someone like Notre Dame doesn't have a conference championship, and a team could lose in the conference championship and drop below Notre Dame after playing that extra game. Right. It, it always gets dicey there at the end of the year. So we'll. These, I mean, we're, we're three three games, basically. We have these, these two weeks and, and a conference championship week. Just so, we're, just so we're clear for me, my top five favorite bowls are the Bahamas Bowl. I love the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. I love the Hawaii Bowl on December 24th. I love that it's on Christmas Eve. I always have. Um, the Camellia Bowls on December 25th. I'm so happy they put a bowl on Christmas. So I'm going to add that one to my list. And then I am such a big, big fan of like I, I I've always liked like the um I, I think they changed it. It's the Duke's Mayo Bowl, but the, wasn't that the um oh my god was that the not the Cure Bowl, but was the one that always they always joked around it was always an over was was the um it was a store oh god it just totally slipped my mind. Great, good job. I don't know. It, I don't know. It, it was it, it was like a joke that like you know just take the over in this bowl game and it always hit. And then of course Texas Tech will be probably in the guaranteed rate bowl game, which is guaranteed to be guaranteed to be at ten fifteen at night. So I won't be able to watch it as I have to go to a um, as I have to go to a uh, a tournament the next day. And yes, I am biased. I do like the Gator Bowl, but I also love the Cotton Bowl. Just throwing that out there for me. Favorite bowl for me, real quick. Um, I'd probably do one of the, I mean, I love, I love the Rose Bowl, man. I know it's just very prestigious and it's, it's always, I mean, I just, I love that. Um, that's probably my favorite bowl. I went down, um, to the Outback Bowl in Tampa when it was Penn State, Florida. I had a blast down there, so I enjoy that bowl, but, um, went to the pep rallies and did the whole thing. It was, it was a lot of fun, but, um, that was years ago, but I really don't, I mean, I just, honestly, I just enjoy watching bowl games. Love it. Um, I just wish more more players did not opt out for the draft before the season was over and, and participate in those bowls, but it's okay. all right. It is fun to watch regardless. Agree, but you know what? If I had the chance to make that money, I'd probably not play two for me. Yep. Yeah, you can't risk getting hurt. Nope. Final thoughts for me. Um, no, man. Just going into this Thanksgiving week, I mean, we got one more, and then we'll... we'll We'll get together next week. We talked about doing a little Thanksgiving morning pod. 
So that'll, that'll be fun. I can't wait. Um, we're at the 27 minutes and 45 second mark, and we have had so much information fly in and out of this podcast. I don't even know if we have a guest. Do we have a guest for me on Saturday? Not at this point. we got to get somebody. We'll try to find someone. We'll have another surprise caller for you guys. Listen, we appreciate you, and hang on with us here. And then, like I said, once we get into the bowl season, we'll have a couple pods in there. We're definitely going to have a podcast on Thanksgiving. I am so excited for that one. And then uh, I do love our bowl season wrap-up. And then once we get into college basketball here, um, we'll definitely maybe change it up, maybe do some Sunday pods because there's a lot of Sunday morning, uh, Sunday games. That's a big uh, day for college basketball as well, too, or maybe even just a Saturday morning, and we'll give you guys some quick picks for the day. But, listen, we appreciate you guys. Keep hanging with us. Follow us, or if you want to, fade us because you know the rule. It's only a problem when you're losing. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you guys on Saturday.